card-carrying misfit. <clears throat> and I'm here for the other misfits in the room, because I'm never the only one. AI intro is so fucking dramatic. Man, <laughs> but it's just a <laughs> testament of what the fuck we be up. <laughs> Dramatic nigga. Yes. That's definitely describes us to a T. Um, welcome to another episode of Batrick Misfit the Podcast. I am Shatar Shade. I am Jill Laville. What Aren't up? You the stallion, big shot. Somebody said you yeah. couldn't be a stallion because you're not tall. I'm not saying who said it, but they did say it's that. It's probably fucking jazzy. Well, that takes the surprise out of it, but yeah. <laughs> You know <laughs> how she treats us, yeah. Um, she like five six. Let her tell us she's about five ten. She in there smoking her uh sage weed. She mad because I kept singing outside her doing Mary Jane. But uh, y'all want some sage weed? A jazzy sale is a piece of peace. Um, dot com. <laughs> Wait a minute. A piece of peace gyms um, on Instagram. Get y'all some sage weed. No, I'm joking. It's not. It's not. But I want got- some sage weed. <laughs> it's really not any kind of weed stage, she gave us gave us a headache one day and i was like i think this might be a little weed in there but i'm just fucking with y'all okay so first off let's hit church announcements because we started to show off on fuckery already mm-hmm. um shout out to our male misfits y'all get it on my nerves but i love y'all i love that y'all listen uh y'all comment y'all messages y'all cuss us out um, you correct us when we're wrong. <laughs> Shout out to Evan and the flap. The flap in the throat is called the epiglottis. Okay. It is called the epiglottis. Okay, Evan. All right, Evan. Nigga, knowing this shit. Okay, he knew what I was talking about, though. Shit. That's what y'all do call. Y'all was like, uh, Serena didn't win that game. And I was like, okay. She won. So, something. nigga? Shit. She won something. <laughs> And then I got mad the other day. Somebody corrected me on the show, and I was like, "I hope all the football games do not come on this season." I didn't know football had started until somebody. Told oh me that yeah, was it was a uh, one one night. Our TV didn't work at work, but one night it did, and it, it was a football game on. I'm like, "What the fuck is this about?" Like, because I thought football started like in October or something. I didn't yeah. know it started like while it was still this hot outside. Yeah, I ain't with it. But that shows you how much I pay attention to football. So, um, another thing is a couple other things we want to shout out is Cultured Kids STL. It's on Instagram. Culture is spelled with a K. So, um, K is in kite. U L T U E R. I'm sorry, R E, um, D K I D Z S T L. That is kind of like a STL mom kids meet up play date thing. Um, one thing I like about it is she thinks outside of the box. She was born and raised in St. Louis. She moved away and she came back. And with her coming back to me, one thing I could say about St. Louis, we kind of get in a, rot- a routine and a rotation. So mm-hmm. we don't think of all of the new things that come out. And um, since she's kind of from just recently moving back, she has different experiences and she sees St. Louis in a different light. So check out her Facebook page, Culture Kids. Um, culture with a K, kids with a Z at the end. Culture Kids and Mom STL um, is on Facebook and Instagram. So check it out for some good stuff um, to take y'all kids because we know y'all got them babies. Them babies. Y'all got them kids. Yeah. So, and don't be having them just sitting around all summer and winter not doing shit. Take them out to something. So, yeah, man. 
Um, next up, the Patreon is available. www.patreon.com backslash bad chicken misfit the podcast. Um, we have all type of footage up there. The podcast meetup, Jill making a drink, my financial advice. I'm also going to explain a couple of things in the classes and session today because I had a lot of questions about me mentioning the 401k and people wanted to know what I did with my money. Um, so I will get into that later on in the show. But now, do you have anything? Jill Spill? No, um, just give us some money. Sign up for the Patreon. We got some good shit on there. All righty. Well, just like that. She really sold that. Um, <laughs> now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Terrific. Mm. So I oh, no. I like, oh. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't get, I couldn't hit that note at the end. <laughs> oh, shit. I was over jamming. Thank you very much. <laughs> Go right here, friend. Go right the fuck ahead. You're rude. You have been rude <laughs> all week to me. I want y'all to know every picture that I post, Jill has something to say. Whether it was Bootsy Badass or Bootsy Collins, she wouldn't let me live. She put a whole rap verse on one of my pictures uh, while I was trying to hide my boot and be cute. But it is what it is, you know? what I put? I don't know. Last night, you were probably drunk, but you was talking shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, and I'm a Zoom right by <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and she thinks it's funny. You see? Y'all feel my pain? I'm on her trying to heal my body. And this nigga got a comment on every Crystal said I couldn't go kickboxing with her because I was boots to Collins. Um somebody said if I went kickboxing with Crystal, am I gonna be boots Lee? And um Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You people are rude. <laughs> you people are rude. Wait till I get out my boot though. It's cool. It's cool. I got four more weeks. Boots four Leroy. Weeks. That's your All new right. name. All right. See, the disrespect. I'm you got the glow, there. girl. Anyway, back to my game. <laughs> so this game is going to be one through 25, and you have to pick a number. When you pick a number, that's the question that we are going to answer. Because some people say, I don't be playing the game, and I just be setting you up. But I don't. You like playing the game by yourself sometimes. So, I don't like any of the games. It's been on record from day one that I have not liked the games. Well, I don't like the air horn, and you still do it. So, blah, 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 blah. well, there we go. Pick a number one through twenty-five, asshole. <laughs> twenty-four. This nigga will pick twenty-four. Okay, let me go slide down. Hold on, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Oh, you really want twenty-four? <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. When was the last time you had sex? <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, that's 24? <laughs> um, uh, sex I'm by myself or with someone else? With someone else. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm not answering this at all. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> Is that good enough? No, 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 no. They're asking. No, it was not. So you're the open free one. Why don't you go ahead and answer the question? Because I think I'd be lying to these niggas and telling them I'm not fucking nobody. I don't. I can't keep up with my life. <laughs> um, this is a sticky situation. I don't know why yeah. you chose 24. I was looking at this question like, what the fuck did she choose this one? 
because when we do games like this, I don't I don't like to look at I don't like to cheat. And look at the question. Yep. Um. Well, you should have looked today. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was on Thursday. Fuck Joust. Fuck Joust. Fuck Joust. No, I ain't saying all that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> Let me start. All right. I'm not answering this question. So no, nah, nigga. No, nah, nigga. <laughs> No, nigga. Why did you pick that one? That was horrible. Okay, next number. No, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not answering this question, friend. I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) Because you be lied to your niggas. Next question. (laughs) Go ahead. I just, all I'm saying is I have love for all of my hoes. All of you are special in my heart. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. We just, just gonna say it's been a hot girl summer around. I'm just saying that you are my number one, and that's all that matters when we're together. Number one, number one. <laughs> Pick your number, nigga. <laughs> Let's do uh fifteen. Fitting. Thirty. Thirty-five. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep picking these like weird things? Tell us the most recent secret that a friend told you. This be like, I be finding these questions from like white people sites and this stuff will get you killed. I don't know why. Yeah, man. This is not okay. Do you want to reveal the most recent secret a friend told you? Mm. Do like an overview. Don't get yourself in trouble. Don't. The fact that like, this should tell my friends that I'm a good friend because I don't even remember none of these fucking Man, damn, damn. I don't. Re- uh. Hmm. Oh, I got one, and she don't even. Um. Uh, she don't listen to the show. Uh. Yeah, no, I don't have. I don't have a secret. Um. Shit. Yeah, okay. no. I yeah. So I don't. I, I don't have one. Um. Me and Jill have a. Um, a friend that we known when we were younger, we kind of like grew apart from her, and then she mm-hmm. came back. Don't ask me her; I'll tell you. But she came back. Yeah. She kind of talks to me like a little bit, but not as often because she just had like a risque lifestyle. But she just kind of wasn't our speed anymore, and we grew up. But anyway, she was dating um, this guy who sold illegal. Um, what would it be called? Illegal pharmaceuticals. And yeah. he, she was kind of like pinching off of his money. And he noticed and then he thought it was like one of his closest friends. And the guy wanted to do something to him. And she didn't confess like about it. But then she blamed it on somebody else instead of saying that it was her. But she's caused like a lot of this drama in their situation. And um, wow. I don't think she's going to be honest, but that's probably why we're not her friend anymore anyway. But yeah, so that's Damn. that's what I got. Stop stealing from drug dealers, or at least tell them. I think you just ask a drug dealer for money and they'll give it to you, but I don't know. Okay, next. Okay. Um, two. I was going to say $2. Two. <laughs> a secret confession. Personal confession is what it says. 
Well, nigga, I told y'all I just had hor- did the horizontal polka the other day. I don't think it means um, confession like that. You, That's not a confession. Um, that's just when the last time you had sex. Because um, I don't have sex. I'm an angel. Oh, nigga. <laughs> um, <laughs> confession. Um, These are my confessions. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know the words, but y'all know what I was saying. Um, damn. These are my confessions. Maybe I shouldn't tell y'all a lot because I don't feel like it ain't nothing y'all don't know. Um, I got a confession. I, uh, I fucked a married man recently. Wait, no, I didn't. That nigga had a girlfriend. Never mind. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh that nigga God. ain't married. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, okay. Well, um, um, I don't even know. Like, I can't compete with that, obviously. Um, I was like, wait, <laughs> he not married. <laughs> Whoops. Let me think, let me think. Confession, confession, confession. Mm. I don't know. Like, do I? I don't know. What do I have? Do I have anything good? Mm. No, nah, nothing that you know. Like confession, hurt no feelings, right? Oh, right. wouldn't hurt no feelings. Hoes, I love y'all. Don't let you come between us. <laughs> don't let you. It's just me and you. Whoever you think that you are, it's just me and you. I don't know. Pick another number. Um, eight. Your zodiac sign. I'm a Taurus. Bullheaded Taurus is what she is. <laughs> I am a lovely sweetheart, um, close to the heaven, Scorpio. So, nigga. Yeah. Y'all are like really demonic. But oh okay. my god, demonic. Oh, mm-hmm. that is rude. Freak, freaky demons. <laughs> that's that's how like a that's, show. Freaky demons. And none of that is accurate. None of that. I just told you I don't even have sex. So what are you even talking about? Pick another number. <laughs> um, I picked eight. So like five. Bad habits. Shit, I'm always fucking late. Um, always late. Uh. Shit, that's the main one. Um, I I think I I get drunk like on accident. Like I never really like like <laughs> like I don't be it be creeping up you on get me. Drunk on um, that might sound like yeah, man. Um, what else? Yeah, just late. Like that's something that I really want to work on. Like real bad. I be late all the time. Um, my bad habit is probably um being selfish, and when I don't get what I want, like you're expendable at that point. Oh shit! Yeah, dropping motherfuckers like a bad you habit. No, for me. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, pick another number. Um, ten. That's a weird one. What's your favorite joke? I don't think I have a, like <laughs> so, a joke. Like a favorite joke. Like ha ha he he. Right. Um I was gonna say something real ignorant. I was gonna say my baby daddy, but no. <laughs> um that's, that's a joke. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He's not my favorite <laughs> joke, but <laughs> that's a joke that I know. He make yeah, he makes me giggle. No, um Let me see. It's this joke. It's not my favorite, but it's like a one that I always can tell from like my childhood. Um so it was this little boy named Booich and when he would go to school, people would make fun of him. <laughs> I don't even want to go any further with this, but go ahead. And, and people made fun of him at school because his name was Booich. And then he got uh he got killed. And his mom was like, Oh, my Booich, my Booich. And his man walked by and said, Well, why don't you scratch it? <laughs> Like what makes me laugh has to be like, your mama <laughs> jokes or but this is bad because recently I told somebody they mama and they mama has passed away. I didn't mean it like that and I completely forgot, but it was just a reaction from the north side grooming to say your mama. But um Yeah. I think your mama jokes and this is bad, but racist jokes are really funny to me. Oh yeah, like the differences between white people and black people, them jokes always them funny and to then me. just like Sometimes when people are like telling Mexican jokes or even like um, Muslim jokes and stuff like that, and sometimes even when they don't realize it, you know, that's why it'd be funny to me. Like just mm-hmm. those stereotype jokes where you'd be like, "Damn, you like deep down you're a racist," but sad thing yep. is, I think they're funny, which is probably not okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so that concludes my game because you're out of pocket. So <laughs> that's the end of that. I'm a great person. Boom. Somebody said that sounds like 70 porn's music. I didn't think so. I was like, nah, it don't sound like porn music. I was like, that's real fast humping. I think that should be over real quick. If you right. That. Um, Bad Chick of the Week. <laughs> um, Bad Chick of the Week is Tiana Taylor's body. It's unfair. Bruh. It should be illegal. Um, it's just not right, and that's just how I feel about it. So, and she reproduced. I just feel like, what do you do to like shred like that? Like, I feel like you can't eat nothing ever <laughs> in life. Food's so good, though, man. Yeah, but we just gotta be a little healthy, hefty, husky bitches. Yeah. Uh, ain't no way in hell. I'm gonna get there. That's a no for me. Um, go ahead with your shit nigga so recently Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj have been kikiing back and forth and being you know good friends but I got a question why she didn't have this energy with a old girl Cardi B I I saw that I did see that on there and I watched a little bit of um like they interaction on live. I didn't watch the whole thing because I got a job. But mm-hmm. um, right. this is what I felt like. It's funny because this girl told me this. This white girl told me this a long time ago. And she was saying, the way to get ahead of your competition or to let 
the guard down of your competition is to give them compliments. She said, don't always come in with the attitude that you're better than them, no matter what you think in your head, right? So she was basically mm-hmm. like, if you know you're number one, well, they number one, and you're number three, and you came from number 10 to number three, they already see you as competition because they know you you have the ability to move up. So to de-arm or disarm their, um, their defenses, you compliment them. And I think that Megan does a good um she does that very well she's very like mm-hmm. she give you your credit you know and when people feel like they're seen and they get their credit their defenses are down with you i think with nikki and not saying this mm-hmm. is okay with nikki but i think she is a very competitive person and she's very defensive you know because it's just like she right. felt like she paid homage to those people in her own way whether she did or did not that's a whole debate but um Mm-hmm. And she felt like Cardi didn't do that to her. Cardi just came on the scene and kind of stole the right. scene. And she wanted more out of her. And so she seen Cardi's competition. Cardi seen her as competition. And Cardi seen like, I'm coming to take your spot. Um, and didn't think to disarm her. I think when it's the game of life, I would prefer Megan's method just because you get ahead quicker than that and not only do you get a hit when you do pass your competition because somebody's always going to be faster than you rap better than you look better than you ask better than you always but when you norm, disarm your um competition like that you create cheerleaders when you do pass them instead of create enemies that want to see you fall yeah and that's that's one reason why i wanted to pose that question because i'm just like they got a little song out i was vibing to it yesterday Make for a good caption, you know, and it was just a a, a real bob. Like I liked it, but the the issue that I started to think about, of course, you know, I'm riding thinking, and I'm just like, why couldn't this have been a thing for her and Cardi? Because Nikki Nikki was very mainstream. Cardi's very mainstream. Megan's getting there, but I just feel like they could have really, really had like I mean, they had a song together. But it was so much drama behind the scenes with that song. Mm-hmm. It really didn't even do like, and it wasn't a song with them together. It was, or even like, um, it wasn't a song with them together. It was a bunch of people, right? you know? Yeah. And then the other thing I thought about, you know, with the city girls, like Trina has embraced them, you know, and you know, she's from Miami. So of course, but it's like, what about Nikki? is just you just have to and they kind of, you just you can't be okay with another female rapper yeah. you know mm-hmm. but it's that competition thing and that'll kill you more than anything and i also think megan is a hard worker yeah. like she came in and she told this shit down because she wanted it yeah and i think like megan and think this one thing i want to drive home with Megan being able to give her, you know, Nikki her ups and her confidence and all of that stuff, it took nothing away from Megan, you know? It, it yep. took nothing away from her. But it showed how comfortable she is in herself and her talent and her abilities to where it ain't even like a, oh, I got to compete with Nikki type situation. It's like, you're good and I'm good. And I think that's mm-hmm. just where that, that comfort level is created between them. Now, do I think that Nikki will be able to do the same thing back to Megan? No, because Nikki has some insecurities and she needs to grow more and be more mature. But the fact that Megan is able to do that to her, I feel like Megan will go far with that method. Because when you create 
those allies, if Megan falls from grace or whatever the case may be, she's able to reach out to Nikki and possibly get on a track because Nikki's like, oh, well, shit, she reached out for me. Or people always remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And if she can remember that when it comes her time to meet, she'll be good. Now, if Cardi begins to fall, she can't reach to Nikki if Nikki going back up. And that's mm-hmm. a dangerous game. When you play a game like that to where everything is up and down, you need to make more allies and enemies anyway. Yep. Because you see, so, like, in it's a male-dominated industry. And the men, like, they be having their little beefs and stuff like that. But they can, you know, go on a tour together, like Chris Brown and um drake it was known that them niggas didn't like each other but they got a number one song out now you know all is forgiven when it's time to make some money and i just feel like as women we don't get that same grace or we don't have that same mentality where you like you say we can be competitive but one thing that i did learn you got to be careful how you treat people on your way up because you gonna see them same people on your way down and that's one thing that I feel like with Nikki, she was kind of, sh- you know, struggling with because, you know, it came out her brother was a pedophile. Then not a nigga that she with a pedophile. Like, is it? Well, yeah, like he got, um, he was with some girl when he was younger and she was younger, but he like got a rape case or something. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, she's been getting a lot of heat and, like, she's not really looking like a woman's woman because she's di- she's putting herself with men that are predators. So it's just like, hey, look, you might not be fucking up music-wise, but your personal is looking real sketchy, so people ain't going to want to fuck with you. Yeah. Especially in I this day and age. Like, personality-wise, if I had to rank all of their personalities, I would... I like Meg. Um, I like Cardi. I don't think I would like Nikki because I just think everything is a competition to her. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, if you look at Megan and see who all she's been rocking with, she's just that type of person to where she knows how to make people feel some type of way and they enjoy being around her and they like having fun with her. That's yeah. something that I feel like Nikki and um, Cardi don't have. I think Cardi's a good time. But I think, like, you, Cardi's one of those people where, like, if y'all get into it, she just goes. Like, if y'all friends and y'all get into it, she take it personally. She take it to the streets. She take it to the internet. And she yeah. if she's not calm. Like, she's not going to approach the situation like a friend should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we didn't dissect these hoes. <laughs> yeah, because but, that's why people was kind of, like, looking at it and wondering. And I was like, I think, I to me, personally, from the beginning, I feel like Megan played a good she's playing this a good game not saying that this might not this might genuinely be her because there are women like out here like that especially a lot of black girls who are genuinely like that who Mm -hmm. big you up who care about you love you and not afraid to let you shine right next to them and it doesn't bother them but um and plus she's been cute like yeah and it's just like with fame comes those egos and she's just like, man, this shit don't even matter. Like, we cool. We finna have fun. We finna drive the boat. You know, like, yeah. and you can see that with so many different people she's, you know, accessing and, and just entertaining um, and being around because she, she around social media people. She getting that exposure. She she was with Lala driving the boat the other mm-hmm. day. Like, she was with um, Summer Walker. Like, she's getting all of these people and these women rallied together. And I love the fact that it's a lot of black women. But yep. she has a superpower that a lot of us don't have. And that's basically being comfortable with herself and being okay to let another person shine with her. 
Yeah. And I love it. Like, I I liked her. She had a freestyle, like, a long time ago. And I had saved it. Because she killed that shit. And I didn't know who she was. But like I told you, I changed my name to Jill D. Stallion after her. I was like, oh, this bitch is, oh, this bitch is cold. Like... <laughs> And people like nobody ever really said anything to me about it because I'm like, hey, she a rapper. Like I was waiting on people to be like, why the fuck is that your name? But nobody like ever inquired about it, you know. And shit, I liked her music. I shared it, you know. Whenever she had something out, but yeah, no, like she, I fucks with her, and she's just really, I like, like you said, I like women artists that can be a woman's woman. And you ain't like, I like Remy Ma and a lot of people sleep on her, but I like her because she's always real. Like she's always saying real shit, you know, yeah. it comes across very gutter, but she a real ass bitch, you know? Because the funny thing is, I don't think I've listened like too, too much of Remy's like rapping, but hearing her like on Love and Hip Hop and hearing her on um, Joe Budden show, mm -hmm. I like her as a person. Yep. And I think that she brings something to the table and she she has a mind and she's able to think and comprehend. And I think that that was cool. So mm -hmm. I like her. I feel you, bro. Well, okay. that's my uh, misfit. Not misfit moment. That's my with the shits. <laughs> and next up is a misfit moment. Okay, so this is actually a good idea, y'all. Um, this misfit, she got so passionate that she sent us her voice recordings in the dms so i'm going to play this for her if you have a question of the week or if you got a comment on something that y'all need to say to us record it and send it to us in the dm because this shit was pretty hilarious so yes. <laughs> all right let me, i'm going to play the first one it's four so hold on okay jill it always be like that like i don't know how many of like if you talking to a dude how many of his friends be eyeing you out the side like and i've even had some of them like straight up proposition me like Whoa. look like if he fuck okay up hold on hold on let me oh let me get you out of backstory so i posted in our insta story um a post that says him plenty of bitches want your spot and then me as in the girl responding that's fine because your homeboys want yours so this was her response to that meme uh, you know you know you know who to call you know and that's kind of how I feel about the April and Fizz situation. I hope y'all talk about it because everybody's calling April a hoe and all this shit. And I'm like, have you seen what April has been through? She says that one, Omarion got all that money and does not pay child support. See, psh, she better than me because ain't no way I'm watching you walk around talking about some bump, bump, bump. And uh, me and your, your kids over here, you know, I'm struggling to feed your kids and stuff. No. He would have been put on child support a long time ago. She's she's good, but I get it. She's trying to be, you know, be Miss Independent and all that. But I don't feel like me being Miss Independent means that you ain't. Yeah, I don't feel like me being Miss Independent means that you don't have to help me out with these kids in some financially in some form or fashion, whether you're actually on the books or you're personally giving me some money, you know? And then also, you know, like, I know people are mad because they feel like, oh, you can't, you know, don't mess with the homie. But they explain it very nicely. Fizz says himself that him and Omarion never really been that cool, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, it's just it's a business thing. And I could see 
that it is like that. Like if you watch their performances, you can tell that it's not really like a brotherhood or nothing like that. Everybody's up there to get their check, you know, and it is what it is. So that's why I'm just sitting here. Like, I also feel, um, that out of all the people, Omarion is not bothered. And you and I think the reason why is Omarion, he knows what's up. Like, he knows he, he wasn't doing right no way, you know? So if he not doing right no way, he knows he has no room to talk. Like, that's probably why Omarion... Next one. People are trying to pay Omarion as this, oh, he's so, he's so civil and he's so silent and, you know, he's such a good soul because he isn't getting in this mess. But no, it's because Omarion knows he ain't been doing right by April. He knows it. You know what I'm saying? So since he knows it, he knows he has no reason to talk. And then Fizz is an actual, uh, I guess, witness for April that could say, yeah, like, Amarion's never around. He don't help these kids eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. But anyway, it just makes me, that that meme makes me think about the April and Fizz situation. And then also what I don't like is how everybody's calling April a hoe, but y'all not calling Fizz no hoe because if April's a hoe, Fizz is a hoe too. And I don't think either one of them some hoes. I think that that's a natural progression of their relationship. You know, that he's around her all the time. He's helping her with her kids. He's taking those kids so she can get some sleep. Like, it's hard out here being a single mother. So I... I just don't understand, you know, how, you know, how it can be. But anyway, and I don't think she intentionally did that. I think, like, I believe April. I think it just naturally happened. Her and Amarion don't talk like that. She has no family where she's living. She has no family in L.A. And Fizz is, like, the closest thing to family that she probably does have out there because he's a friend and he's been around for years. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just one of them things. But... Anyway, I'll stop ranting. Yeah, I just, all the stuff that you post is always hilarious to me, girl. <laughs> Keep up the good work. I love the podcast. Aww. We love you. Okay. <laughs> First off, I want to thank you for your appreciation because you don't post shit. That'd be me posting. Jill ain't doing nothing. I have to send it her and be like, hey, nigga, post this, please. Thank you. But, um, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I got you. <laughs> one, this is what I want to say. From the bottom of my heart, we love hearing from y'all. Like, we literally love her sometimes it gets awkward because my cousin was catching up on shows the other day and messaged me and asked me what pegging is um if y'all don't know google that but i was kind of thrown off because i was like how the fuck do i explain to my cousin that pegging is when a straight woman like straps on a dildo and fucks another man a fucks a man but i didn't know how to explain it to her but so we love y'all feedback we love when y'all comment we love when y'all message us shit we love when y'all cuss us out so I, this had me i was laughing so hard from the recording it gave us an idea for y'all to send recordings in but it was hilarious because y'all tickle us <laughs> um April and Fish situation. What do you got, Jill? Man, okay, so before I watched it, I thought she was shady as fuck. But I saw the first episode. And I mean, they could be lying, but I feel like, hey, you know, <laughs> y'all know my motto. The best way to get over a nigga is to get under a new one. Oh, so, <laughs> I mean, I, and I feel like it'll be different if she kind of came in and was on some like, you know, trying to fuck, like, okay, I'm gonna just say it. It'd be different if, like, 
he wasn't reciprocating it or he was making her out to look like the bad guy, but their stories are lining up, you know, mm-hmm. and if they fuck with each other and he's stepping in doing what he needs to do for the kids. Oh, well, like, you know, like she said, being a single parent is hard. Now I ain't going to my baby daddy friends, you know, and pushing up on them. But if you are, ha- if you have that support or if you have that person in your life that you feel like is down for you, fuck it. You know, I think like this, like that meme that we, I posted, I, one, I posted because I wanted you niggas to understand because it's just like men be trying to string you along and play these games with you. And they think like, I, I was literally told this kind of like, you could be replaced, you know? And it was just like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. And I think people don't get like, overall, the function of replacing a person, everyone can be replaced. No one is irreplaceable. Everyone can literally be replaced. And we get that. But what you have to understand or what we are looking for is that you enjoy a person so much and being around a person so much that you're going to try to figure this shit out with a person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, at the moment that you allow that ego and that pride to come in and be like, shit, I could find another one of you. Right. We can, too. And birds of a feather flock together. We could find your homeboy, too. Like, what you don't know yeah. is, I know that that nigga's looking at me. I know that he's laughing at all of my jokes. Like, me and Jill have personally sat there and saw this. And for some reason, on multiple times, the shit happens to me. To mm-hmm. where I'm smiling, kiki in this nigga's face. And then next thing you know, I got a DM from his homeboy, like he doing whatever with the WAP. And it's like, well, damn, I thought he was your home. What? It's right. huh? Like what? And then now I'm like, are you telling this nigga what I do with you? Or like, what's going on? Why he coming mm-hmm. after me when I don't really know him? But that's what you got to understand. You're being watched based off the way that you treat me or we treat each other. And people can see that. People can see that disconnect with us when we playing that pride and ego game. And motherfuckers swoop right on in when they see an opportunity. So why you playing? I could be playing the same game with your homeboy. Um, as far as April and Fizz goes, I don't know, y'all. Only problem that I have with it is, especially if they're not really friends, it could become sticky when it starts fucking up money. You know, and that's money on April's in on both sides because she, mm-hmm. I understand Ormarion should say Ormarion's not paying any money, but if she do physically put him on child support, he would have to go on the road possibly with B2K in order to bring money in. Like he got a couple of songs by himself. I don't know if he could do a, a tour by himself and people would actually come. I don't know, but his brand is linked to them. And, and, and if him and Fizz have some type of falling out, that does fuck up the church's money. Mm-hmm. But um, I do get what you're saying is that this nigga came and he stepped up, especially if him and Omarion are not friends. That would be great if it was a level that their money wasn't tied together. It would be nothing that anybody can say, especially if Omarion know he ain't doing shit or helping out. Um, where I do think it gets sticky is if people were real friends. And I think that yeah. especially when you know that a person was sitting back and watching you go through all of this stuff, whether it's the peaks of loves and the the pits of hell that you went through with this person and they monopolize off of that and try to be like, yeah, cause I would never fuck two bitches in one night and come home at six o'clock in the morning. That's when it gets fucked up. Like that's mm-hmm. because you use it, you throwing dirt on this man name in order to get with me. And then um, you do got to watch it because you don't want that. Um, that's my whole, that's my whole two situations to where you've dated multiple people in one crew 
if you can handle it, if you can handle people saying what they're going to say, because people are going to talk, then go for it. But um, you got to decide whether or not you want that stigma around your name. That's how I feel. Yeah, like it gets it gets real sticky. Like, I don't think in this particular situation, you know, that it would have been like that. But I also feel like we are um, <laughs> we are we live in a different place like Hollywood and famous people. They got a different type of life. Yeah, we can't do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do what they do. So, yeah. Cause they live in a whole nother fucking world, but I mean, get down where you lay down. Shit, it ain't. <laughs> hey, do you, bro? I don't know, <laughs> cause they live in such a small world where I feel like they around the same people constantly over and over. And if that's if you found your one in that situation, it just get weird cause they got kids together. I think if they didn't have kids, I would yeah. be like, shit, fuck that nigga. But I think Thanksgiving and Christmas gonna get a little weird, you know. But mm-hmm. maybe they can sing bop 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 to the kids together. So I don't know. <laughs> don't know i feel like it's sticky sticky situation so thanks for that uh question misfit we won't say your name but thanks for that question mm-hmm. that shit tickled me so i heard it first and i had to call like literally text you like bitch go listen to the dms right now she's like go listen to the dm i'm like we have a recording in there go listen right now this shit is hilarious so thanks for that question um now i want to get to the topic um I was watching something this week that kind of disturbed me a a little bit. And I think we are at a point in life to where we are moving from Jeezy, keeping it real and keeping it 100 to kind of like fake it till you make it. And I don't know how I feel about it. So I don't like it, (laughs) bro. So I was reading this. um, This thing happened on the shade room where the guy was talking about. He was out with this girl. She was his side. He was her side nigga. And that um, she was like, okay, my boyfriend just walked in. Act like you gay. So he said he played along with it because he still wanted to talk to her. Well, he plays along with it. He said when she goes to the bathroom, the guy tries to hit on him and tries to take him out. I don't know if y'all saw that. On- I don't- it was on the shade room. So I don't know if y'all saw that. But the guy who originated that story... um. It was all a lie. And his point was to show um, if you put out false information, um, because really what it was, it drove everybody back to kind of like all of this drama, all of this crazy shit that fake happened, but it was so Mm -hmm. messy that people just latched on to it. It drove you back to his page and he was there to be able to promote his podcast. And it's a lot of stuff going on. And not only that, just celebrities faking relationships, people walking the carpet together. Everybody wants to be on a blog. Everybody wants to be on a post. And it gets me to the feeling of fake it till you make it. And I wonder, like, how good is this shit for our show? You know, like, and and Mm -hmm. life, in a sense, because it's even like, I'm seeing bitches get their bodies done to go work in call centers. And I'm just like, I don't really know what you get, what the customer gets at AT&T by seeing you with this, they can't even see you with the fat ass. Like, I'm I'm not sure what you get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing. It's just a fake part. Even to the point to where um, this guy was saying he was trying to like build up his following and sell this particular product, right? And he was having trouble converting these people over. 
So what he did was he hired like a professional photographer, hired people to come to like this fake event that he had. He changed the invoices on his website to where instead of reading like one, two, three, he changed it to where it was like he had 1,100 orders, 1,200 orders. Like he will up it every order just to make it look like the sequence of the numbers was super high. And he sold all of these things and these merchandises um, and his merchandise and that he was bigger than what he was. But the sad part is once he started faking it, like he even said the vibe of his friends and family changed around him. To where people mm-hmm. were more like, oh, well, shit, if they buy it, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Like, why Why are we in this world to where it's now okay to fake it till you fucking make it? Yeah, like, but I I told, I think we, uh, when we first had our episode about social media, <laughs> back on like episode two or three, long time ago. Because, <laughs> you know, we deep in the game. Um, <laughs> I just feel like social media has created this facade that you have. People are showing their best moments. You know, yeah. think, think about how much fun, like how much people get made fun of for posting when they're crying. I don't like to see anybody cry on social media, but it beats the fact of be- people being fake happy. You know, I'll admit yeah. I was faking until I was making it because I was depressed, sad, busted, and fucking disgusted. But I got online and was cracking jokes and ha ha he in, in with y'all. And I literally probably just got off the phone with Shatara having a mental breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like. But I think that that's different, though. It, it definitely you know I mean? is. Like, this is mm-hmm. literally like. You went to crack jokes to kind of hide how you were feeling inside. Their thing is to maliciously, like, I'm going to put this out there just so all of these people can look at me. Like, I'm not this entertaining in life. I'm not even this talented. I haven't sold all of this much stuff. I really haven't put the work in, but I want this instant gratification of people thinking that I'm more than what I am. Also, I think that that's why, because of the reason I gave, I think that's why people think it's okay. Because they feel like, well, shit, if you cracking jokes and faking it, like, they, they feel like that makes them happy. Like, getting online, showing off they shit, you know, doing, you know, doing everything that they can to look like they got it when they don't. Some It's a, it's, it's a sickness, but I was with somebody who did that shit. Like... And, see, and that's the problem because it's like what's the repercussions i remember seeing this meme the other day and it was like um while you showboating and doing all of this shit for the internet make sure you tell those lies to people who don't know you people who can't fact check because the real motherfuckers that know you know that you just look like you lying and you fronting mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like in a sense it creates a personality conflict for me because i'm like who are you like who's a real you and then I feel like that's what it crosses over into your personal life to where I'm trying to figure out is you the fucked up person or are you the flashy person like because if we go to the restaurant and you you over here with the money phone on the internet and we go to the restaurant and your card to get declined I'm gonna be looking at you crazy yeah like it's a a friend of mine actually a couple friends of mine like people don't like them like they don't like their internet persona but I know both of these people are like good people in real life you know and I can't I can't say that I like or dislike who they are online I'm confused by it but it's if we're talking about the same people I dislike them online I to the point to where I don't even like follow their pages because I know that's not who they and I shouldn't have to do that Mm -hmm. but if we're talking about the same people we are (laughs) <laughs> I dislike I dislike them online. I dislike one more one of them more than the other. The other one 
The other one makes me laugh, but it's like a I'm not laughing with her. Like sometimes I'm laughing with her, sometimes I'm laughing at her. And the other person, yeah, no, I can say I don't like them because it's like, and I, cause I, I'm just always like, like I said, I'm confused. Cause I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like you were making great strides. And then all of a sudden you're like back into that, that person that you are online when you're not that way in real life. Like, yeah. And I think because one of them, like the one that you said that makes you laugh to me, she plays a dangerous game because she plays really, really tough on the Internet. And I feel like if people really catch you, mm -hmm. you're going to have some problems like that's because I don't know if you could really back that cute shit that you send on the Internet up is the problem. Mm -hmm. But the other one, my issue with her is it's genuinely her insecurities coming out on the Internet. Like she's genuinely mm -hmm. like using the hate that she has for herself to hate towards other people when I feel like she's more relatable by saying, hey, this is what I'm dealing with and this is the problems that I'm having inside of myself mm -hmm. rather than just being the mean person. Like you would get the attention because a lot of people can identify with that rather than you being a bitch and try to make them feel just as low as you are. Yeah, and that's the one thing that like kind of gets on my nerves about, um, like remember we were talking one time and I was telling you like, I'm silly in real life. I'm silly in person, but I mean, that's the same thing. I sound like Birdman. I'm silly in person, but I'm silly online. And, but the thing is when it comes to dating, men just think I'm just a ball of jokes. And then when they realize I'm really a psycho, they like, wait a minute, you know, nope. You thought it was all grins and giggles. No, nigga, you're in for a fucking horrible ass ride. Strap on, you know? <laughs> but. Money, emotional. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cuss you out, call you back. Like, I'm going to send you through it. And, uh. See, mine's is different because people hear, like, the fluctuation in the passion and dramatics in my voice. And then when they do something, I'd be like, oh, this is a no. And I just completely cut them off. Motherfuckers be like, damn, this bitch just disappeared. And I felt like she loved me and cared about me. No, no. not. As what much made you think that, me. my nigga? Like, yeah, because she thought it's her number one. Bro, you will get cut and out of this and be done. The bitch will go ghost on your ass. But people think I'm going to give them that all the time. And it's like, no, I already have the energy to clown on this podcast all week. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. After that, you got to come with peace. And if you're not, you got to go, brother. Yeah, like I just, mm, I just feel a way because I feel like you, it's a gift and a curse of being yourself all the time because so many people aren't themselves when you're unapologetically yourself. Like, so give you a situation. I had some, some of my work coming into town this weekend and uh, the motherfucker was like bullshitting, you know, and I really, I really. Wait, you had what coming town this weekend? Some of my work you know, my, uh, my, one of my hoes was coming to town. All right. You, I said it. You call your hoes work? Yeah. Some of my, some of my work. Um, so. This nigga thinks she's a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, work came and tell like, are we, like, what, what are we, you selling dope? Like, like, <laughs> like can we funnel this through the Patreon? Right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So we ended up like, it didn't end up happening. But one thing that I, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling him, I'm like, what's pissing me off about the situation is I'm not a wash and repeat type of girl. Like, 
I, I'm not that girl that you can just treat like everybody else. If you lie to most of the women in your life, that's not, you ain't got to do that with me. And I feel like this, this person, like he puts on, like he couldn't handle me being off authentic. And I'm just like, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like he's a fake it till you make it type of person because that motherfucker faked this trip up until it was time to show up. You know, and I'm just like, but thinking back, like, I just feel like that's who you are, like on your social media, you, you, you know, you have a, you have a persona and when you came to me and I didn't buy it or I didn't care about it, I'm the bad guy because I'm not feeding your ego or I don't really give a fuck about how you roll. You know, he didn't know how to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, you, you don't have to be like, I try to tell guys, you don't have to, you can be yourself with me because I'm going to be myself. Mm-hmm. Like. I just hate it, bro. Like, I just don't know. Like, I want to blame social media, but then it's like at the same time, I don't know. Like, I could blame drug dealers and be like, that flashy life is just something that people are attracted to. I don't know, but it bothers me because it's just the lengths I think that people are going to to make it seem like they are popping instead of doing the hard work because legit hard work does pay. Now, granted, I feel like hard work plus opportunity plus constant learning is what pays off. Like when you constantly educate yourself to get better, that pays off. But the same energy that you're using to fake this funk and make it seem like you more than what you are, are you this type of person and you're not this type of person is the same energy that you could be using to really get your shit together. And then when you finally come out and show the world, like, hey, I've been working for seven years offline, not paying y'all no fucking attention, and now I'm a millionaire. Like, mm-hmm. that to me is more of like a, okay. Okay. Right, like, this motherfucker killed it. You know, like, your time is now and your time is to shine, and you ready on all fronts. Like, you killed it. Like, you researched this. You did this. You was in the dirt with this. Like, um, you came out the concrete on this shit. Like, you figured this shit out. That, to me, is the beauty of your story. Not the fact that you can hire these people and hire these photographers and finagle your numbers to make it seem like you're something that you're not. Like, it's fraud. It's just pure mm-hmm. fraud to me. And it's like, stop the fake until you make your energy, bro. Like, it's just... <sighs> it drives me... And it, what really pushed me to this topic was people constantly ask me about podcasting. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Y'all get on my fucking nerves when you ask me about starting your own podcast. Because I feel like it's all free information that you could put on the internet. Another thing that pisses me off is when people thought our show wasn't going to do as well. Mm -hmm. That drives me absolutely crazy. Like, if that's your opinion and you don't listen to our show, that's fine. But don't get on our dicks now that we're up to the point to where since January now we're averaging 600 spins per episode across platforms. Don't. Like, Mm-hmm. Now you want to be on the show. Now you want to be invited to the party. It's a no for me. But um, so they came to us and he was talking to me about him starting a podcast, right? And I'm trying to give you know information. And then the guy said, "Well, I was looking at your SoundCloud and do you buy your spins?" And I was like, "Huh? Like what?" I said, "I don't even know like what that means, nigga. That's a thing." Exactly. And I was like, I don't, how could you buy spin? Cause I know you could do it on Instagram and I know some people can do it on, um, on YouTube, but I know also YouTube can take like takes that shit down because that's how you monetize and get paid. So I know YouTube don't play that shit, but it was so weird to me 
when he said it because I was just like, why would you not want to get your own listen? You know, like you didn't ask me like, hey, do you do a follow and follow method on SoundCloud? Like, are you having people shared? Are you DMing? Like, it's so many different other methods of marketing. it. And I was just looking at him like, I had to end the conversation because I'm like, you don't really want this shit. Like, you don't really want to work for this. You don't really want to figure it out. You just immediately want to come in because you think that you're funny. You think that you look like something and you think you're going to be on top. And that's not how the fuck this shit works. Sorry. No. Like, and I, Shay gets it more than I do. Just because she gets mad when I say this. But, like, I'm the fucking talent. Like, if you listen to the motherfucker, like, I'm the fool, you know, like, <laughs> but it just, it pisses me off when people come to her about it because I, I didn't gave y'all my cash app name. I didn't gave y'all the Patreon a billion times. I feel like if you're going to ask people, I'm, I'm a firm believer in consulting fees. I'm a firm believer in paying people for information. I'm a pay for convenience type of person, but if I'm going, if I don't have the coin to do it, I'm going to find out how to do it. Yep. And I tell my friends all the time, charge that motherfucker, yep. make, send them a motherfucking invoice. Cause I, I am not going to be the motherfucker that's going to, I'm going to Google it. Yeah. And see, the thing is like, Jill say she's the talent, but this is, I mean, nigga, I we think. both are, but yeah, yeah but Jill is like the networker. Jill's gonna tell people about it. She's a, I hate networking. It's not my, I don't like talking to people. People drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. I hate being like, this is what I do. This is about me. Jill has no problem doing that shit. So that's why I'm gonna tell you, Georgia, at the time when y'all see guest stars on different people's shows, it's Jill. Cause I legit be like, so what do you want me to come in and say? Or what are you, you know, like, I don't really, what's up? Like, what do you want? Like, granted, I've been on other people's shows too, but. It just annoys me to do it. So it's like, that's her specialty. I'm more of a behind the scenes, get this shit out here, put the content here, here, and here. That's my thing. So it's like, we know the strengths that we have, but what we do understand is we're building to get to the next level. And I feel like people want to take Mm -hmm. that middle part of building and working and sacrifice out so quickly instead of actually working towards something. And it's just... I'd say be careful because you're doing all of this faking and what are you going to do when you really got to show up and present some stuff in a real life? That's the problem that you have. So One more thing though. One thing I, w- I will say is if you can about the whole uh, podcast thing, at least if you're going to come to this woman, have a little bit of research on your own. Like, or about anything, like anytime somebody comes to her or even me, like people have came to me, like how y'all be doing? Most of the people that come to me kind of be not ratchet, but they just be like, you know, they, they just want to talk shit. How y'all be doing that podcast? I mean, nigga, it's plenty of ways to do it. Are you serious about it? Like, it's just things that I kind of feel like you should come to, but still come with her with some money. That's number one. Um, but number two, yeah, have your research. And um quit faking. That's all I can say. I I I I hate this internet shit. And I just as much as I'm on it and it it provides me with so many laughs and screenshots and all that shit. Yeah. I just I hate the people the facade that people put on. Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy. 
All right, so let's keep, we almost, we're at an hour, I think. Um, classes this session real quick. So last week when I discussed the finances um, about my coworker, my employee who um, is 56 years old and only had $24,000 in her account, I got a lot of questions about 401ks and um, IRAs. So one of the main questions that I have is, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what a 401k is. Um, it's basically an employee contribution plan, meaning that um, your employee presents with whatever they match up to sometimes 3%, 6%. I've seen 12%. It depends on the company that you work for and what kind of benefits that they have. So basically what a 401k is, in order to be to qualify for it, your company has a minimum. So for example, a lot of the minimums is at least 3%. So what they're saying is if you give 3% of your check, we will match that 3%. So if you give 150, they're going to give you 150. So the thing about 401ks and retirements is people feel like if your job has one, you need to sign up for it. You sign up for it because when they use the term leaving money on the table, you're legit leaving money on the table. Because basically what the employer is saying, if you save $150, I'm going to give you $150 each year that you work here. It's more than that, obviously, based off of your pay. But why would you leave that $150 there for them, right? Now, the thing is, when it comes to 401k and fucking black people, this is what I'm going to say to y'all. When you leave jobs, do not take this money out. Mm -hmm. Do not take this money out. Let me say it again. Do not take this fucking money out, right? Reason being, granted, I just said, if you contribute your 3% and they contribute their 3% and they match what you give, what happens is now that you've left the company and say that you had $1,000, right? That's what you were able to say. They gave 500, you gave 500. Well, if you decide to cash it out, one, you take a 10% penalty because of early withdrawal fees. On top mm -hmm. of that, taxes will also be due. So not only did you lose the money, 30% um, of the money that they gave you because 10% early withdrawal plus 20% taxes or whatever tax bracket you in, depending on how much you took that shit out, um, you fuck up your money. So you already lost 30% of the money that they gave you. And now you just get the money back that you got and you just blew your money. So you decrease your chances of having the compound interest over the span of how much every years you have to retire. So me say at 30, I could retire at 59 and a half. So the next 29 years that I would have to make an average of anywhere to six to 12% on that money, I lost that opportunity, right? Now, what you can do is call a rollover. You can roll over this money into a traditional IRA, which you would need a financial advisor, or you can get with like a financial company as well, and they'll help you roll it over. The reason you would roll it over to a traditional is because in, with 401ks for employees, the employee of the company has only certain um, stocks and bonds that you can be into. When you switch it over to a traditional IRA, um, the individual retirement plan, but when you switch it up to an IRA, what you're able to do is you have a plethora of different accounts that you could put it in. So say, for example, your company only offers Fortune 500. Well, you can switch it up to a traditional IRA and put it um, anywhere. International stocks, Fortune 500, Dallas SP, all of that shit. You can put it wherever where you have a bigger chance of making more money off of different stocks or all the companies in the world as compared to just that small point that your um, company had. 
Another thing that you can do instead of just rolling it out to a traditional IRA. And the reason I say a traditional IRA and not a Roth is because 401k and traditional IRAs are what is called pre-tax deferred um, retirement accounts. By pre-tax means that when you put that money in there, you have not paid taxes on a traditional IRA and a 401k. It's a couple of the retirement vehicles too, but those are the two most popular. When it's pre-tax, you ain't paying no taxes. So guess what? Uncle Sam gonna always get their motherfucking money. They get their money off the top, regardless of who you are. Well, unless you're Donald Trump. But, and you're rich. Rich people, most rich people don't pay taxes. I don't know if y'all know that, but they don't. But anyway, so since you're poor, um, that means that when you retire, the government is going to get their money. So you you got two ways. Traditional IRA, 401k, pre-tax. You pay your taxes at the end. Or you have a Roth. Roth IRA. You already paid your taxes. I paid my taxes today on that money and I put it into this retirement account so I don't have to pay this at the end. That's why people majority of the time have a 401k or traditional IRA along with the Roth because they offset each other. The money that you lose when you retire with a 401k for taxes and a traditional IRA from taxes, you can have your Roth to back up because you already paid taxes on that money and you don't pay the feds when you retire at 59 and a half or older. Um... What else did I have for y'all? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oh, you can roll over your 401ks also to another company. So when you get all of that information in the mail, once you quit the job or you fired or whatever happened, you know, who knows what happened, um, you able to roll it over to the next company and invest in their stocks and their bonds and whatever plan that they have and continue to get whatever match that they have. Another thing, a lot of companies now, currently have um investment periods right what happens is you're with the company say three i think mine is three years my company will give me all of this money all of these matches for all of this time right the problem is what they say to me is oh i'm gonna give you this money but this money is fully not your until three years Right. So even though you're looking at your account and you like, damn, I got twenty thousand. Damn, I got thirty thousand. Damn, they gave me this. They gave me whatever. Whooped you up. If you quit that job at two and a half years, you lose the money that they gave you. So you also have to watch companies with investment periods. They will tell you like you have to be vested for a certain amount of time. That's why you don't put all your eggs in one basket and have the pre-tax and um, after-tax account. For the simple fact that, hey, say you with this company and you got a boss that's driving you absolutely crazy. Do you want to stick it out and force yourself to try to make it to those three years, which some people do? Or do you feel like you got to go at a year and a half? That's why I split the way that I save my money. I have a Roth IRA. I rolled out um, a job that I left, all the money that I had with them. I rolled that out and I put that into a traditional IRA. But I also have a 401k with the company that I'm currently at. Just as well as you want to have multiple streams of income, you want to have multiple um, types of retirement accounts so you can balance out your money when you do retire. Because what you don't understand is a company can um, go bankrupt, for example, and not even have the money to pay you out in retirement. So you also have to balance it in pensions too. That's why you've seen, uh, I forgot what movie that was, that people bankrupted and the old people had to steal the money. 
Samuel uh Morgan Freeman was in it. You know what I'm talking about? Um I can't think of him. But anyway, his company no. bankrupt, his pension was fucked up, and that's how he ended up having to go rob the bank. It was him and two other old old white men, but I forgot the name of the movie. But yeah, so that's a little bit of information on it. If y'all really, really want to know, just don't DM me all at one time, but I'll try to answer questions periodically. But yeah, get your retirement in order. I'm just saying you don't want to be those one of those that retire and have to eat cat food or be a Walmart greeter. So just have your shit together. We will not probably have any social security when we retire and you're going to be fucked. That's all I'm saying. Um, And we're going to cut that part out of the show because you guys are going to pay her for this information. Um, <laughs> Feel free to send it to my cash app, <laughs> Dollar Dollar Jill, y'all, with three L's. Um, We've got other advice on the Patreon, so... Uh, we're definitely going to cut that out and put on the Patreon. So she's rude. Okay. So as always, it's time for the question of the week. Make sure you email us your questions at axabatchikmisfit at gmail.com or record the questions and send it to our DM or just message us and send it to the DM. Either way, it's entertaining for us. So this question of the week um, comes out of Texas. It says, so there's been a top 50 craze going on and someone made the top 25 Hopeless. Some of the women I post I saw posted in my mind was just dating around. So my question is, what qualifies you to be a hoe? Can women not date freely without being labeled as a hoe? And are we supposed to be nuns? Okay, hold on. Let me find the top 25 holes. I saw <laughs> is my name on her? All right. All right. <laughs> I saw it on Ever Rose page which was funny because she was mad because she felt like she should have been number one but um Amber Rose what's Amber Rose's name on Mother oh. or some shit I can't find this bitch page hold on I know so much oh her name is Amber Rose on her top 50 greatest hoes of all time am I not following her anymore Angelina Jolie was at 12 11 Blueface, 10 is Peter Guns, 9 is Kim Kardashian, <laughs> 8 is Mary Magdalene. Wow, 7 San Santana, 6 Elizabeth Taylor. Okay, see, it was like 5 Pinky. I saw, I don't know who Pinky is, but when I saw, um, like Christina Million, I didn't know she did any of that like i didn't know who she was dating i guess because i haven't paid any attention to it but i saw that on there and i was like damn like what the fuck is really going on man uh yeah amber melania trump is number four amber rose three Black China's two, Christina Milian is number one because amber rose was upset that she felt like she should have been number one she said she worked really, yeah. really hard, and for her not to be number one, she felt some type of way about it. I mean, I don't think she's a hoe, like, but I might not be the best person to comment <laughs> on this. I'm not going cause... to deal with you right now. <laughs> Why can't you comment on it, nigga? Because I, I mean, what makes a woman a hoe? That's the question. That's what we're trying to figure out. So my question is, what qualifies a woman to be a hoe? Um, 
man. I, <laughs> okay. This is my problem with this. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of what was the girl's name. What's the girl name that slept with all, was it Cat Stacks? Yeah. Okay. So Cat Stacks was the one that was like sleeping with all the people, talking shit, and then videotaping folks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that to me is like a hoe. That's a hoe because like if you just didn't like her fucking having a good time, go for it. I think God gave you an any to enjoy or any or Audi to enjoy yourself. If people let you fuck them, go for it. As long as you're not spreading any bad bacteria around anybody, do you. Yeah. And get some condoms. Don't have a whole bunch of kids that you can't take care of. That now that's another thing for a hoe. If you got a whole bunch of kids that you can't fucking take care of, you're a fucking hoe. Yeah. Because you you're a fucking garden tool because you need to get your shit together. But I think I relate hoe to being in a negative connotation. So I feel like when you do negative shit around sex and sleep with multiple people, then I think that you're a hoe. So that girl who was like waiting for them to fall asleep and taking videos of them to blackmail them, I felt like that was some hoe shit. I think that if they like sleeping with them and robbing them, I think that that's some whole shit. That's not okay. Um, so I think bad doing bad shit around sex is what makes you a hoe. Sleeping with multiple people um, makes you the master of your own universe, and your body's free. Yeah, shit. Man. If you want these niggas, I literally pop that pussy for a real nigga. Yeah, if you want to pop that pussy for a real nigga, you go for it, bro. I can't because I be loving my hoes, but I be proud of those that do. I love when y'all love them and leave them alone. I do. I be like, go you. Mm-hmm. I just, I be trying to take my heart out of it, but um, I wear my heart on my sleeve and my hoes. <laughs> I be loving them once I fuck them, so I be trying that too. Um, so that's my mind. That's what a hoe. Um, can a woman not date freely without being labeled a hoe? No, Mm-mm. because that's just a nigga's ego. Like, especially, this is a funny thing. All of us have been called hoes. Every, I think every woman has been called mm-hmm. a hoe in their life. And you're, and if you haven't yet, you will be called a hoe. I was called a hoe because I wouldn't fuck a nigga. Yeah, that's stupid. Like legit. Like I was called, and I was like, damn, I'm, I'm a hoe. And then he went into making like stories about it. So we will always be hoes, whether you date two people. Or one person. That's why I don't believe in calling people hoes. For the simple fact that shit. Everybody gonna be a hoe. Everybody a hoe to somebody. God damn it. Um, but it's just to me the male ego. Even you know what? Not even just the male ego. The female insecurity too sometimes. Because sometimes bitches just be hating on you being free. And now she gotta call you a hoe. Man, and you're like damn, like you I've got. I've gotten called a hoe more than. More by women than men. Like. I was sucking dick in high school. That was unheard of. But I also had a lot more going for myself than a lot of the motherfuckers that was calling me a hoe. So, I I mean, you know, none of my niggas weren't sexually satisfied. So, okay, this took a turn for the worse. But I said that to say, um, yeah, bitches be calling other bitches hoes. And it's like, I could teach you a thing or two. Ho. Why you over there, man? Oh my god! Oh man, yeah, that, you took it there, but it, you know, people. Love Sorry, it. guys, I need a nap. So, um, know. I 
<laughs> I, I tend to. I didn't know that she was going to say that. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. I didn't, I I'm didn't sorry. Um, that was the answer to my question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's true though. Women do. I feel like sometimes it's an insecure woman. Because I don't give a fuck who you're fucking. Like, just don't fuck my nigga. Like, I don't care. And you know, motherfuckers be so concerned with my vagina. Like. That'd be my thing. Like, it ain't mine. Like, as long as you good with it and your pH is balanced, who gives a fuck? Like, nobody just take care of it. It's all I'm Even saying. if it's not, leave that don't funky motherfucker away from me. I... Yeah, don't let nobody give you no dirty but... dick. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, just be safe. Like, don't throw off your yeast infection. But, um, <laughs> just hey, like, keep your shit together because that yeah. smell can get real uncomfortable real quick and you don't want to be the person in the room everybody keeps sniffling and covering their face up like do you smell that now you interacting like you don't smell it when it's a whole crowd you? around you that's all i'm saying like just keep your shit together um and are we supposed to be nuns yeah let niggas tell it they could be out here fucking and sucking and we just supposed to take it and be like oh okay like, i'll be none none of I'm your business what the fuck i'm doing that's the only none that i'm doing <laughs> shit none you looking at <laughs> ain't fucking you none but fucking everybody else okay. but yeah I don't I just think it's an ego thing for male and women I think men women it shows their insecurities and men it just shows their pathetic little ego um, and unrealistic expectations is what I think it is I think whole is used based off your own personal definition me you have to be a dirty person an evil person to be called a hoe and using sex with malicious intent then i think that you're a hoe but that's just my personal opinion um yeah and everybody's a hoe trust me you're gonna be a hoe to somebody if you haven't yet get ready you had a long way to live somebody's definitely gonna call you a hoe so get over it mm -hmm. so let's wrap it up bro um as always thanks for listening make sure you follow us on instagram at bad chick misfit podcast and the twitter it's Bad Chick Misfit. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, and iHeartRadio and many others. Um, as always, we appreciate you guys coming to us weekly and listening to the bullshit that we put out there. Um, we love you all. Thanks for another episode of Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. I am Shatar Shade. I am Jill Ville. Bye. Bye. Bye.